feel for black folks. There's plenty of black people working in this. I asked you to name them and you started telling me that. Because I'm not going to participate in the attempt to make this all about race. It's ridiculous. How many black people were in Abraham Lincoln's West Wing? Listen to her lies. You can't name a black in the West Wing because we can't find one, Katrina. I I, I, I pity you. I sympathize with you for telling me how you're blind and other people. You contrast that with the range of diversity of our candidates on our side of the presidential primary. Hey, man, Melanie. But welcome back to Better Than You Pod. Good evening, good afternoon, whenever you may be listening to Good Morning, whenever you may be listening to this pod. Again, what you just heard was Katrina Pearson sound like a buffoon <laughs> on national on national <laughs> TV. I, I, I would, you know, we we always got to start with the laughs, lighten it up a little bit, especially when in this day and age when there's a lot of stupidness going on. We get to continue and hear from the right side of just what a travesty this presidency is, but. Let's go around the room, checking on everybody. And what's going on? Damn. You see how this nigga moving? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, some people get some people. Some people get new equipment and don't know how to work. They fumbling with the headphones. Oh. B, what's happening? Yo, greetings, man. Everything is good over here, dogs. That's what's up. Everything is good. Joe. Oh man, I'm I'm just I'm just chilling. I'm enjoying life. That's a fine evening. And uh yeah, that's about it with me. Yo, what's Ann up to though? Mm. (laughs) Ann's still in Vegas, man. Yeah, he got it. He on that Vegas time. On that Vegas time. Oh, Oh man. But yo. Keeping up with everything that's going on, I wanted to. Um, I know we had we had a bunch of things that we've been talking about through the week. It's been a crazy week for all of us. We've been we probably got in there about seven 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 hundred eight hundred pages in a, in a group text, just going back and forth about a bunch of things. But I know one of the things that we kept going back and forth about that you know we listened to it over and over again um, was Roseanne's interview with Candace Owens. Hmm. And I know there was, I know what I was expecting. I never, I'll be honest, I never really heard her talk outside of the interaction that she may have had with Kanye, which is the first time I ever heard of her. I know some other people have <laughs> heard her or been aware, rather I should say been aware of her before yeah. this. But that was, you know, her, that was her moment that she stepped into the limelight where kind of she got on the masses radar to who this person is and what she represents coming from the conservative side and such. But I will say, and, and we really need to, you know, get into it a little bit. The interview that she had with Roseanne, I found interesting. And, it, and it, I heard it differently than what I was expecting to hear. What did you guys hear? Joe? 
Oh, man. All right. With the... I was waiting for my turn to nigga. I heard the thing you said, but, um, yeah, nah, uh, Candace Owens, uh, I-, I like her. You know what I'm saying? I like her a lot. Um, she's well-spoken, beautiful young sister. You know what I'm saying? Only thing I don't like about it is she leans real heavy to the right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the talk with, uh, with Roseanne, it seemed like it was real talk. You know what I'm saying? It was just real talks. They, they sat down, they chopped it up. They said that me, that me too, is kind of bullshit. And I think we all kind of agree that me too was kind of bullshit. I speak for all of us. Uh, nah. and, I don't know about that. That, that, well, that. That's what I got from it. I think it was true. I think. It well, was, if you're talking about that, but let's be more specific. If you, yeah, you can't just got, call yeah. the whole movement me too. Right. Me too was bullshit. Yeah, there was a lot of context about around what they were okay. specifically speaking What, I mean, what yeah. I mean specifically is this, right? This whole Me Too movement, from what I heard, the Me Too uh, hashtag and the Me Too movement started like a long time ago. But like recently, white ladies and white, white women have appropriated it for themselves. And any white woman that ever felt slightly uh, tense about any situation that might be misconstrued as sexual are uh, calling dudes rapists and shit. And, yeah. and, and, and we, I think we all, I, that's what I meant, we all kind of agreed that okay. this shit yeah, is going that's a little fair, too far. Okay. When, you put, you put the global, when you put the global right. word against me too, like, I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of with me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I understood, you're absolutely right, it, it has been appropriated. Another thing is, like, I get the Candace Owens woman. The, my issue with her, number one, is that she's uninformed, misinformed. You know what I mean? But she's very eloquent and she's very surface level. So she would be appealing to anybody who just turns on the TV and starts listening to her speak. You know what I mean? If, without facts, without context, you listen to her. That's what drove, drove Kanye in. If, if you do remember, Kanye started by carrying this Candace Owens woman's, uh, woman around and saying, I heard her speak and I love her energy. And that's when he started doing the whole I'm with Trump, et cetera. You know what I mean? <laughs> and doing this whole tour around, you know? And, and that's the kind of thing, like, she, she doesn't, it, 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 it's a lot of service level. It, 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 she does what Trump does, kind of, but she's very well more, she's, she's more eloquent. You know what I mean? Before you go she's on, more personable. With Kanye, what came first? Was it Candace Owens or Trump? I thought he was with it was, Trump, and then oh, he went okay. and found Candace Owens. It's kind of convoluted. It's kind of convoluted. I didn't even know we were going to get into that, but it's kind of convoluted because Kanye did say if he wasn't outspoken until he found Candace Owens. Okay, how about right. that? You know what I mean? Like he he had, he had you know what I mean he had he had hinted and said I would have voted for Trump, but that was that's where he left it. He didn't go any further. So, so B, are you trying? To, are, are you more saying that he found someone? Who was able to articulate what his thoughts were to articulate thoughts for him and but what i'm saying right. is is that like candace owens her power with people is the fact that she's speaking in plain language in a way that in in a way that people understand and and they relate to but it's not right. factual she can't go on a political punditry show and like the old crossfire or something like that and somebody debate with her it'll all fall fall apart on cross you know, that's the thing. It's very surface level, so it feels good. She'll give you the good things that you that you will definitely agree with. She gave us, she gave us that. Just like Trump, he gives us things. You know what I mean? That we that we'll agree with, and then he fills it, and then he fills us with all the stuff that we don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like she gave she gave us the fact that um that yeah, white women appropriate. This this is her thing. She created Blexit, if you do remember. 
the black yeah. blacks leaving the um the Democrat Party. And what she gave us was, yeah, black people, um, white women have, have um appropriated the uh, Me Too movement. But then she goes along to eviscerate the idea that Black Lives Matter and and um and the fact that racism actually exists in America, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like so, if you right. so you, you you get it. Like it, I don't want my name attached with her, and I don't want to be attached right. with the idea of agreeing with her. And you got to break right. down who she is because she she really literally is eviscerating us as a people every day, just because she gives but, us something that we agree with. That's fine, but put her in context every time you mention right. her. And there's nothing wrong with explaining, you know, where she's coming from and why she's so, how, how her, her character is so soothing to the public. Yeah. I think that, that's the best way to say it. One of the things in the interview that I hung on to that I thought was interesting, interesting that is that she said the closest thing to white supremacy that she's seen is the, is the radicalized feminist movement. Like right. I, I I I backed that up a few times and I and I wanted to hear it because you know again she's soothing when she comes across yeah. and I was like I know what I heard but I need to hear it again and then I need to dissect what I'm hearing and am I hearing it correctly like does that as a black woman in America I'm trying to think and you understand what I'm saying I'm I'm thinking about myself as like does that do I understand what she's saying I'm I'm trying to understand she doesn't believe do in racism but okay, so that's what I so we to, have to start there to. like. Like, see, again, because she's the person that you may even want to go to a party with, a drink with, a chill with, like that. You know what I mean? She's very mm-hmm. appealing to, to as a person. And she doesn't really, if you're not, if you're not really well-versed in the topics, then she's not really even offending you with the things she's saying. She just says things. It's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Nah, but you going, know what I mean? But right. going back to what you said, Alex, you were talking about, she said that's the big, that's the closest thing to white supremacy or the closest thing to a hate No, group? that's the only... No, what she said is she said is she's never seen white supremacy in America. Right. The closest right. thing she's seen to white supremacy, uh, to what describes white supremacy, is the feminist movement. That's what she said. And let me, yeah, and let me just give where that was coming from. She was referring back to Washington. She was saying that the Washington Post was doing a piece of her, and one of the questions that she was asked was in regards to that, and her response to the question that she was asked in the interview was that. So I just want to give the whole... But she also you know, has repeated that, that several other enjoying. times. It's, it's her belief. It's not... Right, yeah. right. Right, but okay. I'm just putting where she was coming from with there. But, you know, what you said, B, was interesting because, you know, I, again, like I said, I didn't know a lot about her, but when I went and I was, you know, looking, looking her up and just trying to understand her perspective and where she was coming from, for a person that comes from Connecticut and she, when she was, you know, she was young, she was receiving a 14, allegedly... Well, I can't even say allegedly because the person was found guilty. She was receiving racist phone calls yeah. from uh, from a fourteen year old kid who happened to be the mayor's son, and her family sued the board of education and won a settlement, alleging that you know the city did not protect her rights. Mm. So for her stance not to be one of racism, and then in this instance, directly being a victim of it. To not recognize it, I find that very odd. And I don't want to just make this an attack can as long as I just go in on her. No, nah, I just, mean, Joe started that, by that, saying, Joe started yeah, by saying he liked weird. it. No, but honestly, like, I, I get it. And and more than the not wanting to be attack can as long as I don't want to even give it as much light in the conversation, but I guess it's something okay. that's got to be had. But, um, but more than that, like, you 
if you really go into her background or actually listen to the things she says, she says that's what made her a conservative. Yep. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, listen, man, I don't, y'all have, Joe, you have issues, you have a conversation about her, you have feelings about her. I don't want to overly talk about her because, you know, I don't really have anything great to say about her. What she says doesn't appeal to me. I wish I was on the floor debating her. I wish I was able to have a conversation with her where, was the, where there was a real back and forth. She wouldn't do that with somebody with me, like me. Because she, she just knows wouldn't. Better. She knows. Yeah, because she, she understands the type of venues that she... Look at everywhere she goes and look at who she appears with anytime she appears. Look at the places she appears. Right? It's, it's a thing. And so the fact that her name is just gathering cachet and it's maybe been even more elevated with Roseanne. There's people listening to the podcast right now that have never heard, heard of her before and are going to look her up. And I think the role that I even played in that bothers me. Well, I mean, I guess we could close out on Candace Owens, but the main <laughs> thing about it is that I, I, I think she's really, I think she's intelligent, um, beautiful young sister. Um, she just leans too far to the right. You know, and it's one of those things that, like, me personally, I'm not liberal, for real. I'm liberal about some shit. I'm conservative about most things, you know what I mean? And, but I'm not going to, like, lean too far on one side just to say I'm on the side, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where it is, right? Where Candace Owen is, it's like, like, just, just the white supremacy shit, right? To deny that shit is, like, you trying way too hard to, like, be on this side. It's like, fuck it. You can be on that side. And still acknowledge some things, but that's where she loses me. And like Brian say, she isn't like some kind of powerhouse that's going to go and shut down any kind of debates and shit. So yeah. I guess we probably gave her way too much light. Let's Ant yeah, say something absolutely. on it. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, that was loud and cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's no doubt. You know, but um, one of the other things that you know we were talking about was uh. Representative Ilan Omar's, and please correct me if I said her name incorrectly. I do want to be, you know, speak correctly of the sister. And a lot of the criticism that she's drawn for her tweet on March 3rd, and just let me just get that out and then we can go into it. Mm -hmm. She uh, tweeted on March 3rd, I am told every day that I am anti-American if I am not pro-Israel. I find that to be problematic and I am not alone. I just happen to be willing to speak up on it. Yeah. And open myself to attacks. And because of that comment, you know, it's drawn a lot of, you know, some people from Jews who opposed Israeli policy in the West Bank. And we, this is not, that part is not new. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they saw it as an accusation of anti, you know, Semitism. being anti-Semitic. And, you know, that when, when you speak out about it, and because she is a Muslim American, that, that you know, they begin to attack her. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think it's a sensitive topic for some. I don't think it's a sensitive topic for us at all. But nah, that, topic, that that topic that topic is always sensitive. Whenever you speak against Israel, whenever you talk on it, it's like you have to tiptoe on this ice so that you don't offend or be or come across as anti-Semitic for simply making a point. When yeah, but this one is so far fetched, right? yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, it's a reach. Like, all right, here's the thing. Here's the thing, all right? All of the new Congress people, I'll say Congress women, who are in there, the new Congress women, you keep on hearing their names because they're fire, you know, they're fire brands. They're coming Disruptors. in there. They're, yeah, they're coming in there. They're hot and they're saying all the things. And you know why they're attacking Congresswoman Omar, Congressperson Omar? 
is because she's black, she's Muslim, and she's an immigrant. She's an easy target. And so, yes, you're, the, the reason the Democrats jumped on it is because they don't want to get in a political problem because they're so scared they don't, they're going to lose in, in 2020. And the reason the Republicans jumped on it is because they want to paint the Democrats as, uh, as a far, uh, a far left uh, party and all the new people that came in are super far left and crazy and, and, and wild out there. But basically all she was saying was, you know what? Israel has been problematic for over a decade now. If you look at Benjamin Netanyahu, he is a far right arm of the Republican Party. Again, the president of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, is a far right arm of the, of the Republican. If you saw and listened to all the things he said during the Barack Obama administration, I mean, even no matter what Obama did for the guy, it did not matter. He was Fox News all the way. And then he was the, he was the guy out, out front trying to hype Trump coming into office. Just look at the things. He's an arm of the Republican Party, so you can't really take it serious. 80% of, the, like Alex was alluding to, 80% of American Jews do not believe of the, in the treatment of, that, that Israel gives to the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. You know what I mean? They have a problem with that. They have a problem with the Palestinian treatment. That's 80% of American Jews. Netanyahu is not representative of the people. Hmm. So we're not, when, when you say, when, when you talk about Israel, we're not talking about um, Jewish people. We're literally talking about a country. You know what? Here's my thing, right? I have a question. I always hear about Israel yeah. and shit like that, right? It yeah. is like, do we, why, why do we care? Oh, why do we you care know why? This? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's not literally that we care, but like, I get it. Like, it's a, it's a smart question. First off, new, Israel has nuclear weapons. Okay. So just as strong, such as much as they're an arm of us, of us we're an arm of them. The, the immediate, as soon as they were created at some point in time, going to the creation like it's, of, of Israel, like it, it, it's a wild thing. They took, um, they, they took disputed land. Yeah. And then the five nations around them attacked them immediately. Uh, a couple of those <clears throat> nations still don't even believe in Israel. And Israel in, in like 1940-something had to hold itself down. You know what I mean? And, and so that's the thing. And so ever since then, they've been building up a strong defense. And, our, and, and the reason why we want to be friends with them is because they're our strongest ally, ally in the Middle East where we need to protect our oil. You know what I mean? So, I mean, mm. we're, we're that close and they have nuclear weapons. So I'm saying we should the, blow all that shit up. It's a symbiotic <laughs> Jesus relationship. This, there, there's an argument that's always been made because most countries in the world outside of the United States of America do not agree with the idea of Israel. They have to say it, especially the, the countries in, in, that are in the um, Middle East, in their region. Could we blow their shit up? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Technically, we could, I'm pretty sure we have the do, ability do we have, to. Like, yeah, do we have yeah, like, of course. to like, wipe them that, off the planet? But and, do you want to push of, that person of in course, the face but, and but, a domino effect? But, but, what, but what Congress, back to Congressperson Omar, yeah. is, is like her and, 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 and many others, like, like Barack Obama used to, used to um, put forth a two-state solution. Israel took disputed land that's, yeah. that's, that's central to the religion of of the Muslims that they took it from the, the Palestinians they took it from civilization. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like, so what we need is a two-state solution where they both 
can can live symbiotically and together and kumbaya and et cetera, and it just hasn't happened. Yeah, We've gotten happen. closer, and every time we get closer, it gets far away and has issues. And a president like Trump is we're not going to get too much closer. Yeah, no, because of the anger that he puts forth, because of the division that he puts forth, and you know what I mean, like where he separates Muslims in a certain way, he looks at them in a certain light. So, so there's no, they have no reason to negotiate with the President Trump because they know that anything he says is not going to be, is not going to be binding, and so they could just wait him out, his presidency out. They've waited for years. They could wait his presidency out, and so that's that's basically what they do. They're doing with this. But yeah, no, this this some bullshit, yo. They they hating on her because she black. She's Muslim and she's an immigrant, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. And she cute as shit position. too. I and mean, that's what I know she's a blue. And she cute as shit too. I that's like it. She 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 yeah. like mad like cute. Like he yeah. jobs yeah. always be offline and shit. Yeah, yeah. She's, mad. she's mad cute. Nah, she, he's right. She like a little Somalian. What's the, what's the little chick that everybody love? Um, what's her name? The one that sings, Janelle Monet. She doesn't look oh, yeah. just like her, but it's the same like cuteness and shit. And that little package. Yeah, and plus she's yeah. killing shit up there on Capitol Hill. Yo, God yeah. bless y'all. You got anything to Fearless. add to this, Ant? Before, no. before we move on? <laughs> Vegas. I think we beat the shit out of this topic, Ve- man. Vegas, Ant. Vegas, Ant. Vegas, Ant. Different, oh, man. He came man. back not responding. But one of the things that we, um, as we was getting ready to get on, we that cross that cross right when we was talking about what we was gonna get into today was these college indictments and mm. information is still coming out about it and you know what we'll talk about was what we have right now I'm pretty sure by the morning there'll be a whole list of things it'll be like the damn WikiLeaks of mm-hmm. the who's who that's involved in this and if you don't know what I'm talking about there were these federal indictments that came down against some of Hollywood's rich and powerful in terms of Hollywood and famous people who have been using their wealth to, their, to, to the advantage of putting their kids and having them put in these elite schools, but by them getting in these schools, not getting in the way that you and I or anybody else would get in, get in them, but by cheating, by paying sums of money to cheat on SATs, to give, it to, give money to examiners, to get their children admitted to these elite schools to keep the, you know, quote unquote keeping up with the Joneses yes. to keep up right. appearances and to maintain status. Mm. And it's dirty, it's filthy, and we, we wait, wait, hey, wait. Pretty... dirty and filthy? I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but let me get in on I'm this a... right quick. It's not yeah. I don't think it's dirty. I don't think dirty, it's man. filthy. I think filthy. I think it's brilliant. It's like this. You gotta take whatever your advantages are and use them for the betterment of your family. You're right because you're and, speaking from a person of you speaking from a person that's a privilege. But if you're talking to a person that had to deal with Fannie Mae or Sally Mae, the the feeling is not mutual. That's yeah. dirty and filthy. No, because you going, Joe. You going Joe, to it, school? You coming out of school with two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars worth of Joe? It devalues it devalues the go. idea of education. Let's no, break no, down wait, what these wait, people wait. Doing. Before you know, no, but let's break down what these people were doing. You get, okay, what, what was everything they doing? Because to me, it no, just like, yeah, like see, you saying all this, but like, let's break down what these people were doing. That this dude. Was was getting coaches in in different schools like in USC to right. say, all right, um, these kids are top athletes in rowing or something like that, yes, or volleyball in um in in Wake Forest or something or something like that, and then 
they would pay like five hundred thousand dollars to these people, and they would act like they're they're top um they're top recruits, and then they would just move them in. It devalues the idea of education, man. Because I'm serious, like I'm going through this process right now. Where I'm trying to get my daughter into summer college programs, right? Yeah. So let let alone get before college. Now we have to pay these fees to get in, so everybody pays, right, to to go in, right? But then we have to worry about who's going to get in and who's not going to get in. And we have, you know, what I mean, like it. It, the, the playing field is supposed to be academic. Yes. Yeah. But the playing field sure. is not ep- academic. And if the playing field is not ep- academic, it, tell us, it gives us two things. It says education is devalued now. We can't, we can't give it the same, you can't give degrees the same value that we, we had before. And there's reasons that we want to have degrees to, to, um, to be valued the way, we want, the way we had it before. And also, if the playing field is not equal, then, then it keeps people at certain levels. Right. Well, like, oh, the upper class so stay ju- at the upper class. Middle class stay at the middle class. I'll, and lower class stay at the lower class. Well, I'll say bullshit to a whole bunch of stuff, and probably most of the shit you just said. Because here's the thing about education, <laughs> right? We all went to college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some of us got more of that, more out of it than others. I'm talking about just in general, folks that go to college. So. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. for me personally, it was to get this degree. I picked up a little bit of knowledge that I was able to kind of use at work. But when I get jobs and stuff or, like, do certain things, it's pretty much, like, me learning exactly what I need for that particular job and shit. The education I got was whatever. I got a fucking degree. And these people doing whatever they could to get their kids and to get these degrees, I support the shit. One, because I don't think it was, like, a whole bunch of black folks getting fucked in the situation. I think it was other white folks getting fucked because the fact is they got their quotas of black folks they're going to have in certain schools. And I'm pretty sure they kept them fucking quotas. So some white folks get fucked, but some poor white folks or some middle class white folks or non-black folks get fucked by some rich white folks. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about all the education shit, there's so many people <laughs> walking around with, there's so many folks walking Such around with angry. bullshit bachelor's degrees, bullshit master's degrees. I don't know yeah. about the bullshit doctorates and shit, but yo, man, it's, it's like, I ain't gonna and, lie. And you, we, we were talking about this shit the other day about a whole bunch of motherfuckers walking yeah. around with like bachelor's of arts and bullshit they can't even yeah. get no money off yeah. of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey, yo, I ain't gonna lie, Joe, man. You might have swayed me on this. Like, this yeah. you me off this shit. Like, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yo. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it, I, if, they, if they were like directly taking shit from like black folks or like yeah. brown folks and shit, I might feel yeah. away. But I think it's just rich white folks fucking other white folks. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hate when Joe, I hate when Joe can sway your argument. Go ahead. Nah, just, he, just did like, he, got, he did it. He did it. Yo, you win. You yeah. oh, you win, Joe. I don't even want. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. No yeah, I was mad though. You sure? I was mad to start. You yeah, sure? Now what you? What you, you, you got? You got something on it. You about to tell me I'm trash? Still mad. You back? <laughs> 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 nah, no, nah, nah, nah. It's the whole when white people say the thing like, you know, black people just need to do better. You need to pull yourself up. Yeah, I know Damn. when they talk that shit, I feel you, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even, though, even though I'm not mad at what they're doing, yo, send all the white folks to jail, yeah? Send them all to jail. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> yo, you know who one of them was? It was, it was, um, dad, who was Aunt, Aunt Chrissy? You want to say, was, no, um, I, I, what's his name? Huffman? No, no, fuck that. It was, it was Aunt Chrissy. No, like no. Uncle Joey. It was Aunt, oh, what's it? No, no, not, not Uncle Joey. Uncle Jesse's wife. Uncle Jesse's um, wife, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Lauren Locke. Lauren Locke. Was nah, but her name, her name was the show. Chrissy her real name like is that. And, oh, I don't know. Her name. Her name is Lauren. No, Locke that doesn't she, matter. We talking about TV yeah, name. No one cares. I don't know, man. You Chris, talking about some shows I like watch, Kathy or Annie. I was, Karen, I was busy something. watching. I was busy watching Amen. Well, go ahead, man. Nah. I watched Amen too. It was Aunt Becky. Yeah. It was Aunt Becky. How we? Yeah, Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Of course, it was Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Yeah. Her name was right in front of me. I just ain't want to say it. Oh, you look fine. All right, let's move on, though. <laughs> Yo, oh, man. But speaking of people, speaking of, actually, speaking of recognizing your whiteness, uh, yes, Jules, and Mother Mook. Damn. Yo, 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 before you talk about their podcast, break down who I'm these I'm not going to talk are. about their podcast. I'm not going to talk about their Mitch, podcast. break down who <laughs> these people are, because, like, I don't have well, to. <laughs> I, well, we know, we know, we know Murder Mook as a, as a battle rapper. Legend. From Harlem. Yeah, legend. Yeah, and legendary. That's what, that, that would be, you know, legendary, you know, Hall of Fame battle rapper from Harlem. Mm. Been on a, yeah. a couple of URLs, and I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're in hip-hop, and especially that scene, you know exactly who Murder Mook is. Yeah, yeah. For greatness. Probably, yeah, yes, Jules is probably a little bit of enigma, of enigma for some people because you just see her, she... Kind of may look like an IG model, but she can I just can I just break yeah, it down real quick? No like she's just a she's a Miami party promoter that's really in, in, inside and plugged into all things Miami. She's she's dealt with LeBron and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's a hustler, but like she's she's linked in she's linked in with LeBron. She's linked in. She's even linked in with the Travis Scotts of the world. You know what I mean? Oh, like right. she just you know, she just one of those people who just runs through Miami and, and and handles her things. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, she you know she gets busy on the um. On the Instagram, but also true, you know. Let's just let's just put it out there. She's she's a white lady, a young a young white girl. Uh, 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 she calls herself Italian and Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, but you know she's Caucasian. Right, couple of whites. Yeah, she ain't no brown. So break down. So let's break down the subject though. So they did the thing. They did their little podcast and all the rest of that, and she wanted to get into um all the ways that people have been killing her for being problematic. And make no mistake about it, people have been killing her for being problematic for a while now. Because a lot of people look at her as a culture vulture, just making money off of infiltrating our, um, our industry. Yes. Um, they, they see that some of the problematic tweets she's had about black, uh, black men and how black men uh, want her and, and um, they don't want black women. And, you know, she said problematic things, man. She, she tried to explain it on the podcast, but, I, you know, I totally, you know, I wasn't all in. Maybe y'all got something else to that. Yeah, to, I mean, as far as, like, just Jules goes, like, <sighs> that whole podcast with her and, like, Murder Mook, that shit was just nasty. I mean, they just gave her a little platform to go up there and, like, you know, play I was the more victim. mad at Mook. I was I'm, more mad yeah, at Mook. I mean, because it's like, okay, like, that chick is who she is. She a white girl. They got a little yeah. bit of ass to it. And, you know what I'm saying? And she making moves. She's in these different circles. And, of course, dude's mm. going to give her some play and all that shit. And little slick shit that she might say, you know what? I ain't even really, really mad at that because I know sisters throw the shit at her the other side. So, if you take your little jabs back. Scotty Beam and, and it's killing her. And now she put herself in, in the current civil sites. And, you know, Karen's on her head, too, now. So these sisters are really on her. You know what I mean? And, you know, Hotep 
the whole taps are on her head too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. You, yo, uh, I ain't never seen yo, Rody Bar, you would think you would think that, that Scotty Beam and Karen Civil are um are Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Cause the way they saying the two people, the two black women that are carrying our culture right now, and yes, Jules attacks them. Like I'm like, word, they don't dance. I mean, I you mean, know what I mean? I ain't know. I mean, yo, real talk, yo, Scotty Beam kind of trash, yo. And nah, I don't disrespect no, her. All right, like I take it back. She, yeah. she, she just. She, I mean, I'm just. I'm no. She's not. Are you talking about her? Are you talking about her takes? Or are you talking about her stance? Or like, she takes some trash stances, I but mean, that, I can't. That, I'm not calling her trash. That, I mean, right? I mean, that's that, what I mean. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Her, her stance is like kind of trash. I mean, her shit to me is kind. She's young. But hold on, wait. Can I take a step back though, Joe? Just oh, yeah. before you say that. Yeah. Her stances. I'll call her stances trash. Uh, because. She goes too far to anything women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's always man bad, woman great. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but on the other side of that, black people great. You know what I mean? So so I thought she I can't keeps call the same trash. energy, right? Yeah, she keeps the same energy. Like she's super civil rightsy. I, and you know, I respect I, that I, I so quite. I see is young. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how young she is. I assume probably mid twenties, maybe late twenties. I know that to go back to that Candace Owens uh, lady. I think she's like late twenties. I think they probably around the same age. I want to see them sisters in like five to ten. See if they see where the growth is. You know what I'm saying? As for Karen Civil, yo, she from Jersey, yo. yo yeah, here we go. She bad as hell. She dope. That's a fact. Fucking um, she making <laughs> she making a lot Karen. of motherfuckers money. Uh, I think she pretty much made beats a fucking household name and shit when she put them shits on Lil she Wayne. She did. She she made right. fucking Dr. Dre a fucking billionaire until whatever. Yeah, she did. Until, she did. Tax came, whatever. Black women doing Nip, dope shit. Got, yes. Nip, got Nipsey hustle on the rise. Got Nipsey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, shit. Karen true. Yeah, don't come for Karen Civil. Uh, yes, Jewel. Your ass ain't that fat. Yeah, that would that would be stupid. And and you know, Karen Karen did spend a whole day yesterday giving her that business on the Twitter. So yeah. you know what I mean. Karen knows what she do, but she, Karen brings love all the time. So it's not even in her space to like you know she's not that type of person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, you know, and she also attacks some other people where I think we'll, you know, in the, in the, in the next coming days. Oh, yeah, we'll hear. So we'll hear about, we're, we're we're about definitely, this. We're definitely going to hear about it. This is early. Y'all going to hear more about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, just to put, <laughs> to put a ball on it, I mean, everything, I agree with everything y'all said. I just, you know, the Mook not being in his right mind to I mean, probably have, <laughs> he might have had different takes if he was in his right mind. So that kind of, I was like, damn, I know. I want to get on them, but I know when you get No, them, but you know what? Saucy, now that you bring that up, Alex, mm-hmm. we, we glossed over the fact that Mook said, oh, it's okay for you to call me the N-word. Yes. I don't have right. any problems. Bring it up. Just bring it up then, Alex. I don't mean to cut you. I just want no, to no, make no, sure no, that no, that you, got you in absolutely, You're absolutely yeah. right. He, he tried to, you know, give her the pass to say, oh, you can call black people, nigga. You have Puerto Rican. You have Puerto Rican, which she's yeah. clearly... Not she said no, I'm white. She actually right. said no, I'm white. Yeah, she looked. That's why when we were having a conversation, I said she's not identifying that she. She's saying what? she's admitting that she's put it, but she's not identifying with that at all. She's presenting herself as an Italian person, yeah. regardless yeah. of what what her bloodline is. Yeah, and and so then and then Mook and, and then Mook tried to say, well, Italians is damn near black too, and then she's yeah. like, no, we're white. I'm white. You know right. what I mean? She said it, man. Definitive, definitively. Mook saw her. Know, just, Mook just, saw her come in there dressed like a tomboy and, and shit. 
But then when he heard that nasty shit. He heard the nasty shit. Then they showed like a picture from like an IG or some shit. Then he found out about the sex tape. He was like, yo. He started talking different, didn't he? Yeah, he found found out she had the sex tape. Yes. What? Moose seen the ass. You saw the sex tape. You saw the picture of her face with some real nice makeup. He was drinking that um liquor the whole time. Yeah, yo. Yeah. So uh so I mean, I don't know if he's giving him a pass for being trash, but I think he's no, he he gets no pass. No, no, he just not he but I just know he was saucy. I was mad that he was saucy because I think he could have defended the situation. See, here's the thing I don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know that he was saucy? No, I know that he was saucy. I don't oh, okay. know that. I, I, until Mook shows me different, because okay. I saw what he said on Twitter after that. You know ah, what I mean? Okay, so in, so until Mook okay. shows me different, then I don't care, you know what I mean, that he was saucy or not. I feel like these That's are his real views. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, well, he, I don't know. I don't, yeah, he held himself down. He, He's held his thoughts and his, his words down. It was attacking right, black well, people well, on I mean, Twitter I respect, right yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yo... Let's get into some super dope shit that I saw. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. Chance the Rapper getting married to his childhood sweetheart, you know, his his uh, the daughter of his mother, the woman that he met when he was nine the years old. The daughter of his mother. <laughs> Am I saucy? <laughs> <laughs> the mother of his daughter. Yes, the sir. Of his daughter. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. His daughter. I ain't gonna lie. It's so typical chance, man. He's mad boring, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Adrian is doing yo, man. Like, mad boring. Like, yo, I was with you since nine. We have a kid together. Right? You get married. Like, yo, this dude, like, like he's he's out here saving you Chicago. You hear the song already, B? Yo, I hear it right now. He got he probably have he probably have Burton Ernie in the background singing the ABC. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nah, nah, he gonna have Backstreet Boys. That's what we have. Word. And he and, and, yo, he out here saving Chicago. Like he's out here single handedly ending gun violence and shit. And then he go gets married or like nobody wanna hear this shit anymore, chance. We get yeah, it. Yo, get you're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man, we get it, chance, man. Where's your three hat? You get it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no, that's crazy. But, but no doubt, we got jokes, but definitely congrats to that man. Oh, yeah, congrats. Um, we saw, we saw, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful we saw, wedding, we saw, we... too. I mean, from the pictures, yeah. it, it looked like real grand. It was just shot. But you, know, but you know who's super trash, though? Who's no, this? hold on. I'm going to ask the question, because I've been asking this question to, to mad uh-huh. people, because I feel crazy, yo. But Marcus Houston is 37 years old. He's engaged to a 19-year-old. Is that trash mm-hmm. or not? You know what? It depends on the nineteen-year-old. If it's trash or not. For me personally, mm-hmm. I can't look at somebody. I can't look at somebody that much younger than me without looking at him as like a child and shit. Yeah, well, I, I'm not looking well, at the legalities. Yeah, and that's not. She can't yeah, drink. That's she can't drink. I mean, she can't drink. One, she can't drink. You and that's like she is literally an age where she could be your child and you wouldn't even have been on some real crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you got you got a kid who's 18. That's not crazy at all. And that's, yeah. I mean, so I mean, to me, that shit is weird. I mean, that shit is wild, but I don't know if mm. that, if where your mind is and shit. If his mind is on some young shit still, then <laughs> fuck it. I mean, like yo, some niggas, some some people, I I, mm. I got friends that prefer him young, and. Yeah, that's just where they shoot. Is it trash? Teenager? She's a teenager. Man, my man was talking about a 19-year-old he met in Brooklyn the other day. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I roll my oh, eyes. It's not my flavor. It's not my flow. 
and even he acknowledged that, yo, these chicks is like kind of young. But I mean, if they legal, they legal. If that shit, that's how you flow. That's not how I flow. But that's a person that's just looking to for the, for the, to get the pass of the legalities. If if she was seventeen and it was legal, he would do it. If she was sixteen, it was legal. That's how I start thinking weird shit like that, man. But that's where my mind goes, man. He just doing that because of the legalities. Does she he looking for young chicks? What oh, she look, so what she look like? He, he might have been. I mean, she's cute. I mean, we're not talking. Yeah, she's not. You know, she not. That's not. Yeah, that had nothing to do with anything. Oh, I mean, no, I get it. She doesn't look old or anything, but she doesn't look like super young. Yeah, that's my thing. Is she like? If there's a difference, if you're 19 and you look like you could be 20 something, then the visual ain't weird to me. But if you're 19 and I still think that you probably can't walk in heels worth shit and you look crazy carrying a purse, then nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let me get. Let me let me give a little bit more context from where. Well, you know, the, the comment when we say trash, it just, it looks funny in the light when you find out that we all know Marcus Houston of Immature was managed by Chris Stokes, who, you know, produced Immature, then you also got B2K out of that, and you know, there's mm-hmm. allegations floating on all around that, but this, uh, Mia, his fiance... <laughs> ain't no allegations, they hump each other. <laughs> the, the person that he's engaged to is best friends with Chris Stokes, who is his business partner. They've been partners ever since he came into the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said that the, the fiancé is Chris Stokes' his, his, best friend? No, his daughter. His fake I, I, daughter. Right. His, his fake daughter. Uh, his, no, Chris Stokes, no, Chris Stokes has a biological daughter that's 20. She, they're best friends, her and his this fiancé. So yeah. in my head, it's like, okay, so you and Chris Stokes are business partners, so that means... And you guys have been together since you was a kid. But the thing about Chris, Chris, but Chris, but to put it out there, Chris Stokes, like, he on the other side of 50. So, yeah, but he old. Nah, the thing have, is, but get get to where Alex was going right. is he damn near watched this child grow up. Right. Because that if that's your, if that's his, your best friend, Chris Stokes, if that's your daughter's best friend, that means you've been around her for some time before she became Looking at age. her like that. Right. So that's where, in the light, it may mm. look kind of funny, like, okay, well. Good point. You know what I'm saying? She could have been. She she might have been a little kid at 12, but then you saw at 16. Now you see at 19. You understand what I'm saying? As you circulate through life, you know what? It can look funny in the life. I I mean, it 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 ain't a ain't a good look. You know what I'm saying? That's what Tiger did. Is it a crazy look? It ain't a crazy look, but it's not a good look. I feel you. Yeah, right. that's what you know. That's what, that's really what that would. I was mean, l- lucky for him, motherfuckers like R. Kelly is out here fucking fourteen olds when he's fifty. So, oh, Jesus so Christ! It's like, so it's like he he won't look crazy going young. He may. He, in fact, R. Kelly is is making a lot of like folks that's kind of nasty going dumb young look respectable and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta get off this topic. We gotta get off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on, yeah, I'm on. now. Yeah. Right, well, anyway, congratulations to them. I want to get into you know, <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm yo, look, you like it, I love it. She's legal. I don't have not, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, we can't arrest him or anything like that. I just had to add. That's why I had to add. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, yeah, somebody could carry it. Aunt, can ca- Aunt likes the budget like me. You, well, no. no okay. You want, me, you want me to pop? You want me to pop up? I'm, I'm just going to yeah. throw it to you. Go ahead. Though, so you can break down why you like it. You know what I mean? Well, no. Break and then down I'm why you then... don't like it so I can break down why I like it. No. Because <laughs> I've never... See, that's the, that's the thing. It's, it's different for me. So that's why I, you, I can only go by what you're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, go off of, of, of where you're going with this. All right? So, you know, 
that we just came out like every you know the, every like every president this is why we say elections have consequences every president has to come out with a budget you know they come out with the fiscal order of where the government's going to uh go right mm-hmm. president drops the budget for 2020 and beyond mm-hmm. um you know some people some people like it some people don't i mean it has it has things in there like like um like extended leave for for if somebody has her somebody has a child, but then right. it also cuts um uh global warming the global warming budget. Yes, so, and I'm for all of know. that shit. So I, how do you feel about it? Let me know. I mean, personally, I think there's a lot of cuts. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit getting mm-hmm. cut, but I think a lot of things need to get cut. There's always been a lot of waste with like the budget. We know the government blows a lot of money on bullshit, and I know you talk about the environmental stuff getting cut. And mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I'm you know, it's not a lot of money, but that's okay. I know it's all it's a, it's a, it's a bits and pieces all over. I saw a big chart that had a whole bunch of cuts and shit, and mm-hmm. I saw they were adding some money to defense, and I like yeah. that defense and homeland security. I like those things. I think those things need to have money put towards them. That's the industry I'm in. You know, we're about uh, three times stuff. larger than 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 the next developed nation on, on, as far on, as budget goes on, on the on different defense spending. Yeah, on defense money. That's like, cool. So, I mean, I've honestly I've made more money working for defense contractors than I have doing doing anything else uh, in my adult life. Okay. And, oh, so this personal so, for you, gotcha. So what you're the whole so what you're saying is so, 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 no, 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 I get that. So I'm, I got to ask questions. Like, so so what you're saying is, is is you like the defense spending? Yes. What else do you like about it? I like the fact that they're making the cuts to the Medicaid and Social Security and Medicare shit because I don't use none of it. And honestly, let me finish. Let me finish. And honestly, as an African-American male, my life expectancy isn't, is, isn't that high that I'm going to really be able to. No, no. <laughs> okay, no. Nah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, he, he, he no, going no, off no, the rails. No, Go ahead. No, get down. Get down. That was kind of bullshit, though. But okay. It's not bullshit. Let me finish. No, it was. No, no, no. Okay, I ahead. know. I know a lot of people that died before they got to get any of that fucking Social Security money and shit. And so, and, we uh, still, and, we're still, and it's still low on the budget, and black people still. It, it's we still are underfunded in, in uh, Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid, and black people still uh, uh, enormously benefit from from uh, those type of entitlements. But go ahead, keep on going. Am I? Are you? Am I benefiting from them? Because you're not there yet, Joe. This is not the United States of Joe. It's this is a safe no, but it is the United States of Joe. It's a safety net, it's a social safety net for people like Joe. Correct. But I want Joe to break this down so I can get some actual facts after this shit. Shoot. Because I see I see he's all over the place. Well, no, I'm not all over the place. I told you exactly what. Yeah, I know, but like in my mind, that shit sounds so crazy. But Ed, go ahead. And also, and also, yeah, Ed, where you at? No, no. Also, also like the part about eliminating the um, where is it the student loan forgiveness shit? Fuck that. So wait, you know, so, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you know, you know why I say fuck that? Because I know a lot of people that bitch and complain about student fucking loans that they got going to get some bullshit fucking degree from some private fucking college that had a cool name or some shit like not even Ivy League. Motherfuckers, like some just oh, I'm going to a private school. I went to a public university and I went on a full scholarship, and God bless. But if I didn't go on a full scholarship, I could have fucking paid for it with grants and loans, or even just loans, and had a fucking reasonable bill that I could have mm-hmm. fucking paid off in about a decade or less, just putting a little bit of money towards it because I right. went to school for something I can get a fucking 
uh, a fucking job and a career in and shit. Okay. So, so whole, Joe's, Joe's so, against Joe's. Joe's. I'm against student loan student forgiveness, loan forgiveness yes. which wasn't even a major part part of any budget in the first place. So them mentioning that. But double the amount I'm talking about. Loan. But all I know is the shit I read about the budget. These were like points I read about it. You can break it all apart and shit. Hell, you could have went first with this shit since you know so much more about the budget. I'm no, but I was about what I like about it, because I don't know what niggas, what people care about until somebody tells me. Because you know, here's the thing: Damn. budgets are huge. Yes. Like they're huge. If if I give somebody a budget and put it in front of you, and you and you haven't spent your life reading these things, you're not going to know what the hell is going on here. Most of the people in Congress don't know what the hell is going on there. So like, if me breaking down a budget, I, I I could go all over the place. I you know. know I mean? I'm pretty sure you could. I saw this movie, Dave. They had a budget. The budget was trash. <laughs> Dave, yo, and how you feel, dogs? Oh my God, he brought up Dave. Dave you remember wild. Dave when it was Dave yeah, his man's there and his man saw the budget sound? and was like, yo, this budget is trash. Let me fix now it. Now I gotta for go you. download that movie because I want to see it. Go ahead. No, nah, Dave was a great movie. Dave movie. is great. Yeah. Dave is low key great. Yeah. I ain't worried about that. I'm not worried. The thing that I'm concerned more about the budget is what they're trying to do with the SNAP benefits. I think that's tragically wrong. Okay, yeah. they would give they give lunch box. They want to give they want to cut snap benefits and then give lunch boxes. It's impossible. People. It's impossible yeah. because what what they're going to try to do is like find places that already have those kind of things set up, like churches. And this is where it's set up where people come in with their boxes and they bring all the stuff in, and people come in and give them a box. It's mm-hmm. literally impossible for all the people and, who actually receive and, the benefits to do so. And and who does that affect directly? Who does that impact the most? It, it, I mean, we're going to lodge and tax everybody. I mean, people, Poor people. Like, it's not okay. like, they're right. definitely like lower to middle class people. Like, anyone, SNAP is an entitlement program. Like, anyone can right. apply. It doesn't mean that you're going to get it, but anyone can apply. Now, depending on your household and everything else, today, you might get two, three hundred dollars a month. Hell, you might get fifteen dollars a month, but it's an entitlement. Anyone can apply for it. But that's <laughs> so, if, if you're putting people who are in lower class situations and having them go God knows where to try to get a box that's supposed to last them for a month, depending on their household, and you don't have like a real rhyme or reason way to set it up, that's asinine to me. That's the dumbest shit I could possibly think of. There's, there's nothing wrong with the program. It needs to be adjusted that's the problem. It's also the regulating what the, it's also regulating what 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 somebody eats. Um, said it, but that's the problem with the program. That's the problem with the program. There's a lot of fucking waste in that program. I know people that get snap benefits. I know people that sell that shit to other people so they can get uh, pennies on the dollar and shit to go buy marijuana and fucking liquor. Okay, but did, did you also know that that every dollar um, spent for a food stamps puts a dollar and seventy cents back into the economy? Every dollar for a tax cut puts only a dollar and seven cents back to the economy. So actually, benef- government benefits going towards food, going towards things like the SNAP program, are actually boosting the economy because it adds to revenue and people actually have to spend that money. Just because somebody is creating commerce with that money doesn't mean that that money doesn't actually get spent in these stores. It doesn't mean that it doesn't go to the nourishment of different families. And there are real economic, uh, um, there are real economic numbers that add to the economy. Based on things like the SNAP program, or it wouldn't even be there. But go ahead, um, Anthony. I want to hear more from you. The, I mean, I mean, quite simply, I mean, they're, they're, he's trying to find a way to eliminate the SNAP program, and it just—it's yeah. not something that's logical. It's not something that's progressive. It's actually pretty dangerous because it's for a lot of people and a lot of families. Having that is really the line between yeah. them actually having a meal and not eating at all. It's—it's it's really yeah. that. How many people? Alarm. How many people? 
Millions. There are millions of people who collect it. Millions. Okay, of, I, I, no, I, no, I, absolutely millions of people. Let's go there, I, though, Joe. If, if that's wanna, your real issue, if that's your real issue, that you know people. people. No, 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 it's not, no, not even that shit. That, that, that's whatever. I mean, I know that for every, like, person that's, like, you know, scamming the system, you got other scamming folks that do well, yeah, if you if you selling the shit for weed, this, nigga, this like, the old yes. Reagan argument. The, the, but no, 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 the, no, 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 how many like black people? What percentage of black people are on this? What percentage of white people are on this? Uh, Who's um, this going um, Honestly, Joe, I I do not know the demographics as far as black and white goes in in, in the um SNAP program. I don't. Joe, Joe, I think I, Joe, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I get it, but I don't know if that really is an issue. What I'll say to you though is this: mm-hmm. I thought that you guys were going to go for the number one gimmick, which was the um. Which was the time the the uh, six weeks off for uh, rearing a child? You know what I mean? No, I don't care about that. I don't have any. Yeah, problems. no, I get, I get it, but I, I just was gonna bring bring this up because it, it was a super gimmick and it was gonna take away from people's unemployment insurance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they were gonna they were gonna push it off to the states, not give states extra funding, and and um and have the have the people who have new child fight against the people who just lost a job. No, no, no. See, yeah, my whole thing, my my whole here's my shit, right? Yeah. Like, I have, like, these liberal ideas about folks. Like, I don't think anyone should tell women if they can have abortions or not. You know, that's between yeah. them and they doctor them and they, like, you know, they partner, whatever the fuck. That's their shit. Yeah. I don't think that um, people should tell gay folks they can't get married or anything mm-hmm. like that. But when it comes to a whole bunch of other shit, I don't like how big the government is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that... But I'm, the go- I don't, I don't, I, I, Let me finish. I don't, I don't like this Social Security shit. This Medicare shit, this medication, I don't like it. I don't like fucking any kind of money I have going to fucking food stamps and shit like that. I don't like it. I don't like any of that shit. You know. So you don't like social safety nets? I do not like. You do not. I do not. Okay. So are you saying you do not like? So no. Wait. 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 Wait, Alex. Alex, because I'm I'm been waiting to 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 understand where to go with this conversation. Take it there. That's right. I get. I I get where where um Joe is coming. From because in a lot of ways I'm usually a fiscal conservative. In a lot of ways, there yep. when you ask me whether yep. I like the budget or not earlier, I, I said I, I don't look at budgets that way. There's never been a budget that I actually liked because I didn't I, myself created. I wanted a trillion dollars for um for um uh, roads and bridges and, and infrastructure from Obama, and he gave me seven hundred fifty billion in TARP. You know what I mean? Trouble Assets Relief Fund. You know what I mean? So like I never really get the things that I want. But the things that you have to look at is like even if you like I look at I, I look at debts and deficits, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's that's where I start at. And that's you know, that's why I said a lot of ways I'm fiscally conservative because I actually look at this shit. So even if you use all the accounting tricks that were used to hide and gloss over all the deficits that, that, that the president's budget um, put forth, it's still borrowing seven point eight trillion dollars over the next decade. So there goes your money that you're sitting there talking about. Remove the fluff and it even gets closer to about eleven trillion. And the White House, the, all, all the numbers that the White House is using, it, it assumes the economic growth will be the same as last year's pace. And that's the growth from when Obama created the, the, the large GDP 
from from coming out of the economic recession that we were suffering from that we're starting to recover from so when you look what, what we're starting to come down from because the pace is really slowing the gdp grew at 4.2 percent in in the second quarter of last year and it grew at 2.6 percent in the fourth quarter of last year you know what i mean so that's about a two percent drop off and it's going to be cut in half uh, from from where from from the budget numbers that they're going by GDP going into next year, the Fed's long term forecast is below two percent, and all those numbers are normal for the United States of America. Don't get it twisted, but it's just this budget is fluffed up based on bad numbers. Interest alone on the national debt, like not payment of the principal, just straight up interest, is projected to be four hundred eighty two billion dollars in twenty twenty. That means we ran up the credit card, right? And just the interest, just that cash payment on the on the stuff that we that we actually owe is four hundred eighty two billion dollars that could have been spent on the problems that this country needs to actually fix. So there goes your issues as far as Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, where we could actually came up with a system to curb those costs. It goes to it goes to actually paying down the debt. Now, I just used two words that are like superly overused by TV economists and pundits that, that never really actually get defined. That's debts and deficits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're different. A debt is what you owe. Yeah. It's, it's the amount of money that the country owes. Mm-hmm. Deficit is different. It's the difference between what you owe and what you could pay. Yes. Like, say if I have $100, no, say if I owe $100, but I have 70 mm-hmm. I got a negative 30 deficit. Yeah. So if we have more money than we owe, when then we're in a slow surplus, but we're not in a surplus right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right. So national debt is like always moving around. Right now, it's it's around twenty two trillion. It could be above or below, but it's it's between like some hundred billions between there, whatever. It's always moving. So, but that's what we owe twenty two trillion. Our deficit, the difference between what we can pay and what we owe, is negative eight hundred seventy billion. Right? Yes. Trump has. Doubled the deficit since he's since he's been in office. If you go back in history, you say Clinton created Clinton created a surplus, Bush Jr. created the deficit just because of the wars, etc. And then President Obama cut the, the um, Bush deficit going into the uh, the Trump White House. Trump since then has doubled that deficit. You know what I mean? So like when you look at these numbers and you're saying, yo, like what's what's Trump doing? You have to actually go back to one of the first things he did was those tax cuts. All of this that you're looking at right here, that you said you liked all these things and these cuts, these all cuts to pay for that tax cut to the top 1%. The only tax cuts that are permanent, those over trillion dollars worth of, worth of tax cuts, is hidden inside of this budget. If you look at the numbers, it's to zero out those tax cuts. And so inherently, I'm going to be against it. Now, Joe... I know for a fact you're not benefiting from that shit. Or no. from that wall that he doubled the money on, too. But fuck the wall, because none of that shit, like, it, that's not even a big deal, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can hide that in defense and in, in the things that Joe likes. That's not the conversation. This is a budget mm-hmm. to pay for. He's cutting Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security disability, yeah. right, for the people who actually need the, need this money as a social safety net where we're not seeing rising wages. See, in the Trump economy, we haven't seen rising wages. So that's another issue. It's not totally his fault, but he hasn't created a, a, we haven't created a path for growth with that. We haven't seen rises, rising wages for a really long time in this country. So our social safety nets are literally all we have. 
Okay. So that's cool. I mean, you know what? I mean, that's that's great. I mean, that's great. Then, then I guess it's all good. You know what I'm saying? When I fall, maybe there'll be a safety net to catch me and shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and, and also that, when you get older, you'll see the benefits. I understand yeah, you don't see that now, but you'll see like, you see I, I don't think Joe plans on being in a position where he will use the benefits. I think he's looking like, I'm going to have my 401k. I'm going to have my stock options. I'm going to have my Roth. I'm going to have my IRA. I'm and then he benefits money. in that, but then he benefits in that way because there's also a lot of tax breaks associated with that that are zeroed out just because of these social net safety nets. All of these benefits are connected. We're symbiotic in the United States of America. We're a capitalist nation. Can we agree on that? Yep. Yeah. But these social safety nets are very socialist, right? Yeah. So why would they exist in a capitalist nation? Because they zero out. Because somebody who somebody like Joe actually believes that he's going to reap all these benefits has to be zeroed out and get benefits on the back end that he would not get benefits that, that he has right now on, in tax breaks because somebody else needs the money on the back uh, in, in the front end for, for uh, different things like Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security disability. It all zeroes out. Well, I mean, honestly, besides just me, like, thinking that I'm going to save some money if, like, certain entitlement programs get cut. I just don't like the programs um, being around at all. Honestly. I mean... When you say you don't like... That's it, my, my whole thing, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I think... I like, I like the fact that there are like certain things in place for like children. You know what I'm saying? If you like children need to eat, you know, I want children to be able to have whatever they need. And like old folks and shit, right? This cuts head start. Well, yeah. All right, cool. You know, but fucking, it's like, I feel like there's a lot of waste with like able bodied people leaning on these programs for certain things. I think it kind of hinders people's drive to go forward. Right, but okay, but what what percentage I, 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 do you believe that that actually no, exists? I mean, I'm, I'm talking because I think it's, that's been over. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not one of the people talking about these fucking like crazy welfare mothers and yeah. the queens and all that shit. No, no, I'm just because talk- what you're talking about is attrition I'm, in the budget. There's, well, no, there's certain things. There's always going to be a level of waste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about the budget, but, but talking about these. If you own a McDonald's, Joe, if you own a McDonald's, right? I'm talking like, and, about these. And you're not there every day. There's going to be people still. And went to college. I know people that graduated high school and got jobs. I know people. All like, good. I know people that. Yeah. Like, no, no. I know people that graduated you open high store, school and lived in their fucking parents' house, and they sent them to fucking Rector yep, Street and North that's all good. to get fucking um to get right. fucking food stamps and shit like that. Right. That's, that's, that's all good, Joe. But I have a question. Joe, I have a question, Joe. Joe, Joe and, and, that, that, and that's Joe, great. Joe. But oh, Joe, I have a question for you. Right. If you open a store, yeah. Right. Like, say if you open a McDonald's mm-hmm. and say you have two McDonald's. So you can't be at the same McDonald's all, all the time. In your budget has to be the idea that theft. some of the money is going to get lost. Theft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so in every budget, no, no, no. large numbers. And that part, I'm not talking about the money getting lost on these people. I'm talking about fucking the safety that... This is my said that I said that as a metaphor, Joe. That's what we're talking about. It's actually a it's actually a blip in the percentage points. So then my you're question, talking you're you're actually you're you're speaking about something as if it's a larger issue than it actually no, I'm has I'm talking become. on a grander scale of things. So Joe, I'm not talking my, about Joe, let me budget. ask you the question. We've been stopped talking about No, no, I no, budget. I get that. No, I'm not talking about the budget either, Joe. I'm talking about the things you're talking about, the mentality of you know what? Well, I have a social safety net. I don't have to work, yes. right? That, I get what you're talking about, and I'm saying, uh, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that 
that, that is such a small blip on the radar versus the people who actually want to get out and work because the numbers come in every month. People who are actually looking for the job versus, versus the people who are, um, versus the, the, the citizen race of people who are able to, to work. We get those numbers. That's the U6 and the U16 numbers when you get it from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, right? You, we see them. We see the participation rates. The participation rates are up for jobs. So again, that's another myth that gets sold to people. Like if you see enough people who, who act like that, you go to certain communities, you see enough people act like that, I get where you would, you would start to feel that way. But as, as far as the global national scale is, that's such a small blip on the actual radar of what actually happens with actual people in the actual world. All right, and let me say this, right? What, 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 what if, what if, right? All of a sudden, all of that shit was gone, right? Okay. All that shit was gone. That fucking uh, low income housing, like whatever subsidized shit, Section 8 shit, fucking Social Security shit, food yeah. stamp shit, fucking welfare shit, whatever, all of this shit. Keep on going because my answer is going to be super dark, but I got it. All right, what happens? What, what happens? What will happen? The economy fails. This is the problem. We need people in, in capitalism, we need people to be poor too. We need people to, to, to need to have the jobs to clean up the streets or need to have the jobs to, you know what I mean, to pick up trash or, 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 do, or do certain menial labor. We need levels of people. And we need large levels on the bottom and the middle class. Largest in the middle class, second largest on the bottom. We need it. That's what we need. And so in order for capitalism to survive, in order for the people who are, who are at the top 1% or even top 10%, to be able to survive and grow, we need these problems to actually exist. And so the social safety net is there to say, well, you're sustaining our economy the way we are, because guess what? Our GDP is grown by these people that you're talking about with the social safety net. So they create, they create, no, no, here, I got to finish the sentence. Right. They create the ability for the people in the top 1% and 10% to, to create companies to hire people like you to have skilled labor and get paid large sums of money. So, let me say it. So you say that these not me say no, 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 okay, okay, but we can look at you up. said you're telling me to say I trust check me. you. I thought try I'll check you if I have, if I feel some type of way. But you're saying that these social entitlement programs, whatever, if they were gone they they're there to keep people poor. No. I'm saying they're there to subsidize the fact that people have to be poor. have to be poor. Yeah. Okay. No. I, yeah, I'm not saying that they keep people poor. Right. I'm saying that they subsidize the fact that people in America, that we have to have a level of, of poor people in America. And, these... and so how far do we how far do we let them drop? Like we see places who can't create social safety nets mm-hmm. and we see them fail regularly. And then we actually in the United States of America or or or, um, you know, the IMF and the World Bank, they always have to come in and try to fund ways to get them out of their issues. We in America have enough surplus and enough money uh, just, just the way we're created to not, have to, have, to not have to have to go through those issues. I kind of feel like we should just let shit bottom out. I feel like a whole lot but of white we people wouldn't exist. be wiped out. It, I, I don't know. But I, I, get, I, get how it, I get to how that makes, in, makes sense in theory, but we, not, we don't have enough time here to follow that logic through. It fails. We were able to destroy the, the Soviet Union um, during their communist regime for a reason.
Now, I definitely want to get into what happened yesterday with Russell Westbrook and the two fans. It wasn't one, it was two, you know, where there was some threats being caught, you know, going back and forth. We only caught from the, uh, from the camera's edge, we only caught what Russ was saying. But come to find out, there was a lot to what the actual people were saying to him that caused him to be to get upset at what they were saying to him. They were throwing racial epithets at him that was also confirmed by Patrick Patterson. And as you know, we know in the NBA that Utah is one of the most racist places to play that we've heard from numerous players that when you go to Utah, you get berated by the fans racially, not just booze and talk, you know, typical fan mm. stuff that is being specific in terms from a racial standpoint, you know, talking right. about them. And a lot of people were coming down on Russ because, oh, he's aggressive. He's always high, you know, high tempered or whatever. And he's the one that we've seen mostly that has had interactions with fans, not that he's interacting with them, but there have been instances where like the little boy touching him, uh, while he was getting ready to, you know, bounce the ball and put the ball what? down, all the other, <laughs> <laughs> or, when, hey, uh, or when he was walking off the, when hey yo man, the, the little boy touched them guy. You got, you got clear that no, up. No, no, I don't gotta clear it up because this video, the little kid touched him. What? <laughs> oh, I'm not touching you. Let it stand. Let it stand. Let it stand. Let it stand. The yo, little boy touched right. him when he was going after the ball. Wait, <laughs> the little boy was going after the balls? Yeah, the little boy Seven, touched man. them when Russ was going after the oh, ball. Oh, Russ was going after the little boy's balls? This shit crazy. Yeah, Damn, man. Yeah. Yo, this, man. This, this is falling apart. Around in, this new, in this new millennium, I don't know. And, you know, in the other fan, when he was walking off the court, the fan just came and approached him while he was walking off the court. Now, yeah. had Russ approached him because this gentleman then stepped on the court, that's a threat. When you step on the court and you come at him in the way he was coming at him, I applaud Russ for standing down in that instance when the fan came on the court, you know, onto live play, and he restrained himself. You know what's yeah. wild, though? You know what's wild? I'm trying to think, like, I don't know what I would do if I was Russ and someone, like, came with the court. I'm trying to think what Anthony would do. I think Anthony would knock a motherfucker out, yo. Dog, what would you do if you Anthony were Russ in that situation? Y'all, y'all remember what happened when that homeboy came on the court and Jimmy and O'Neal went up, up top on him? Something similar. Malice Something real. real similar. Malice in the palace. Word up. Yeah. Very similar. But you know what? We make it's funny and everything, but you know what? And and like Russ has become a target because of it. Just across the board. And I think, you know, they would say, you know, when I listen to the to, to a lot of sports castle, a lot of NBA radio or anything like that, they're like, Oh, yeah. it's just a little kid touching. No, it's not. Suppose Russ had his back and he was in a heated argument with the ref. And that kid touched him. He thinks it's a player. Yeah, but and he swipes his hand back. Here's the thing. Here's, thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, you're right and all that, but Russ is only a target because Russ reacted. This shit happens to a lot of, of of star players. You know what I mean? Like, let's just keep it real. Russ is not the only star player that gets attacked in this way. But back to this dude. This dude in Utah, he's deleted his tweets. Yeah, but his but tweets, we got him. him <laughs> but he has older tweets like. Like, um, Russ needs to go back to where he came from, and then he has MAGA at the end of it. Hashtag MAGA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make America great again. As he, he should. He, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, you know, so, and Russ, Russ said there's a racial twins to it, and then when the guy after the game, lied. you know, now, yeah, he, he straight up lied and acted like Russ was some kind of demon. I don't know no, if he lied. No, 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 well, Utah kicked him out forever, so he lied. They know the facts. 
No, no, he listen, said, listen. He said he told I don't Russ think... to go and put ice on his knees when Russell's already on the bench with yeah. ice on his knees. But now, let so me say straight that... out lie. No, no, let me say this, though. Let me say this. That dude said a whole bunch of foul shit, but when I saw him on ESPN, he was talking. The man didn't lie. He said, yo, we was going back and forth. At first, I thought it was cool because he was smiling. I could see Russ having that fake smile on his face while he's fucking going back and forth with these motherfuckers. But he didn't. They showed the video. Okay. He did not. But, that, but they, we didn't see the whole video. He said that, oh, I told him, why don't you go sit back down and put the ice back on your knees? And then the dude said, then after that, it got to um, the, the conversation was not safe for work. After yo, that, Russ, doesn't, Russ doesn't smile. He don't play. I've seen Russ smile when he mad at motherfuckers on thing. On, on, on I've seen him. Russ don't play, dog. Yeah. All right, but go ahead. I ain't going to. But no, I'm, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't think. LBC. No, I'm just saying, I don't think the guy lied. But the guy did not say the shit because he said he's going back and forth, and it was like, so he he literally lied. No, let me finish. I'm, I'm sorry, you're changing. No, what he, said. he said no. Let me finish. He, you said you don't think he lied, and we just heard him. We heard him lie, and he's universally seen as lying. And the Utah Jazz Can literally just kicked him out forever. Because you keep on saying, motherfucker, you not listening. <laughs> but keep on saying, I don't think the guy lied, and we no, like he literally no, is no, gone no, for no. for life. Listen, listen. This he's is, removed no, for life. Listen, what I said. What he said on TV was it was cute. They went back and forth. He said something about icing this nigga's knees. Then what he said to end it with a smile on his face, a smug-ass smile, he said the rest of the conversation was not safe for work. Meaning he didn't lie about saying all that's the other shit. That's exactly okay. what the fuck he said. That's not what he said. I will insert okay. the clip right You pull now. up the clip and I'll actually say what he said. Dude said, he said dude, the rest dude of the conversation said, was not safe for work, and he smiled. He said, he yeah, he said, all types of niggas and shit, probably. Okay, but okay, but you skipped over the fact that he said Russ. The whole beginning of the part of the conversation, what he said, Russ was using foul language towards me. She had her hands on her on her lap the whole time, and and she said nothing to him. And all I said to him was ISIS knees, and he started yelling and cursing at me and saying all types of foul language. That's that's the part that's you skipped over. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, so you so you can't just act like oh the guy didn't lie and he didn't say all these things. He did. What he did was the old trick of treating the black guy like he's some kind of demon, and oh I'm just I'm I'm just a white guy trying to protect my white wife. And they he weaponized his whiteness against this black guy, and he used what his his perceived aggression on the court against him. And so your language, your words, yes, he lied. Cool. He lied. I mean, well, you know, from kicking one fan out, for you know, from from to another owner kicking another fan out and kicking him out for life for simply saying to uh, James Dolan, as he was walking by, I believe in the middle of the game, he yelled out to him to sell the team, (laughs) and James Dolan took offense to that, and you know, as of today, he mentioned it. I don't think he's serious, but James Dolan did mention. He said, "Well, I don't care if he ever comes back." He's banned for life. So what? For mm-hmm. simply saying yeah, to him, sell the team and having a regular and having just a regular dialogue. Saying, yeah, that's not regular dialogue. I mean, we can say it's regular no, dialogue. No, James Dolan had regular dialogue with him. He said, "Hey, you think I should sell the team?" That was that. He just had a so he said he he asked him that because I don't know that much about no. This and the, the whole thing was he's what he I heard these folks Dolan sell they, the team. Dolan stopped, looked at him, mm-hmm. came over to him and said, "Hey, you really think I should sell the team?" He said, well, yeah. He said, why do you think? He said, why would you say that? He said, well, it's just an opinion. He said, it's not an opinion. You're making a statement. Mm-hmm. He said, how about you don't ever come to Nick games again? And that was the retort. And as he walked off, he, then they started yelling for security. <laughs> yeah, that's G shit. I would do that too. 
you come in my house and shit because you like the shit at my house and oh. you come and yell at me, oh, <laughs> get out this house. Nigga, it's my house. Fuck you. Yeah. I kind of, I, I like, agree. I ain't gonna lie. I agree with Joe. No, no, no. It's just, it's for kicks and like, really. I mean, if he don't. Yeah, no, money. no. But like, you understand, like, yo, he, he, he's an owner, man. He pays big. Like, you shit cost billions of dollars. You sitting there watching at the pleasure of me. Come on, man. So what you throwing, yo? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yo. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I want to talk about the Lakers real quick. Um, what they, the Lakers? Yeah, I want to talk yeah, about the Lakers. The Lakers? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm, 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 the Lakers? Yeah. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. run it by I'm just gonna run it by you. The um, comments by Jeff Van Gundy. The comment, rather. Oh. When he said... <laughs> I didn't know what he said. Yeah, so, yeah, in the middle, in the middle of the telecast, you should laugh with me. Oh, he said he should trade him. Oh, yeah, I heard it. He said, let's be realistic. He said, if you're the Lakers, you should trade. You should really investigate trading for Bron and tank the season and try to get Zion. Wait, 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 one question though. Did did, did, did Bron go there without a no trade? He he got a no trade. I mean, that was my main thing. Like. Yeah, he he can't just get traded. Yeah, LeBron like it's who has no trades in the league. It's Bron and like Dirk. Yeah, I think that's it now. They might be two. Or they three, might be. Something they like might that. be two. Yeah. I just found I just found it funny. Steph ain't got one. Saying, but I mean, from a business standpoint, yeah, Steph, really yeah, Steph's up though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I didn't think of yo. Jeff Van Gundy is a brilliant basketball mind, and, he, and what he said actually makes sense. Yeah, like, does. you're not a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if you, you have to be like, if Jeff isn't a fan, isn't fanning. What he's saying is, just makes a basketball business, sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not business, it's basketball. Like, like when, I, when I first started the season, I said the Lakers weren't making the playoffs, and everybody argued me. They're in the band West Coast front. And everybody yelled at me and said, I hate LeBron and all this shit. And I'm like, no, they're just not going to make the playoffs. And, you know, you you can make the argument that LeBron got injured, but they had a losing record even when he was there. That's number one. And number two, the best ability that you can have on the court is availability. And so him and his advanced age not being on the court is another issue, actually. So there's a lot of reasons where you could you can make the argument that if you're the Lakers and you actually will put a you want to actually put a winner on the court, you could get a lot out of a LeBron James. <laughs> Hey, listen. It's all these guys. Shout out to Bron. I hope Yo, you, you know. You well, know, no, no. Joe, Joe's a big LeBron fan. No, he, not, he, he, he so he wants to. He want. He wants to do fan. this. No, no. Give, give the all let I love me, LeBron. Let me say fan. this. No, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Folks talk about LeBron and his advanced age and his availability. All I know is I tuned in to watch the Lakers play the Celtics. I think it was the day before. Yeah, it was like the Sunday or Saturday. I forget. But I tuned in to watch it. And I saw LeBron James have a triple-double in, like, 20-some minutes. But I also saw yeah. I talk, these folks, I guess they were at an advanced age themselves. Kuzma. I saw Kyle Kuzma sitting next Le, uh, to Lonzo Ball. He looked fresh. I think Lance Stevenson was out there. And I don't know if Brandon Ingram was there. Nope. But wherever he was, um, I think at his advanced age. He out for the year. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you're talking about with that. They're not the, – they're, they're not as good as, as, as we're advertised going into the year. No, I'm and just so saying none of them said, are available. The I'm saying none of that, that those you are. You just speaking to your availability. I'm just talking part. about the availability part with LeBron. That's 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 a, that's a corny ass. Uh, I don't. Yeah. All well, the young. Oh, I don't understand what you're making. I don't understand the, the point that you're making is because they've been playing all year. LeBron has been playing well, most of the year. Guess what? LeBron was injured, and then the times that he played, they had a losing record. So I don't know. I don't understand what your point that you're trying to make. Where's your point? My mm. point is that they weren't available. Last night. Hey, I mean, hey, the, the one night, the oh, one night they weren't available, so you coming up with a cute line. Lonzo Ball ain't playing how long, son? 
he makes the difference on the team. He's the starting point guard on the team. He makes when you they, have a, they have when a winning, you, you have, have a with John Rondo with him. They have a winning have record a, with him there. They have an above five hundred. When you have a John Rondo and Josh Hart, they are they above five hundred when he yeah, is there. Baby, you gotta understand. <laughs> you pulling you gotta, anything? Nah, but you, that, you they say that shit every day on TV. B, you gotta understand you where hostility in Joe's voice yeah. is coming from. Yeah. Okay. Bring it to me. Let me know. He, you know, what I'm saying he lost something today. He lost something important in his life. Hey man, oh, yeah. they're yeah. sitting there. They lost their guy. They lost OBJ, who got traded to the Browns. I know. I could bring up shit like this, yo. I never like that motherfucker anyway. You over there doing the shiggy right now? We should put. We should insert the music. You over there? You ain't a feeling. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. This is a great <laughs> podcast. We want to wish y'all a happy evening. Please get home, blessed, safe. Take care of your family and your loved ones. Look after them. Let them know they love you. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't even worried about Odell. I'm personally I happy am. for him. Why? You always injured. You always injured. You make way too much money. You Republican. He make yo, way too much like money. He make way too much though. money. Yo, real, real shit. Honestly, <laughs> it's like if you if you with, if you with us, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I will look. I will look past a whole bunch of bullshit if you with us. If you are no longer with us, I will see all of the bullshit I was looking past. Yeah. Like, he didn't leave. Like we, we kicked him out. I know. Difference. It don't matter if we kicked him out. You know what I'm saying? It's well, like hold this. On. He ain't here okay. no more. And it's like Brian said, the most important thing is availability. He was hurt all the time. He wasn't available. And now he's in the team no more. So he damn straight ain't available. So fuck him. You are here. Hey, yo, y'all got a first and a third. Yeah, y'all got a first and a third out of it. You know what I mean? A draft picks. So, I mean, honestly. We we talking Trump shit. We must be talking space, nigga. We ain't talking about uh, equating me to Donald Trump. You trumping again. That's all right. Trump. (laughs) Yo, I don't think. I got the big joke and the little joker. The deuce is wild. I got the eighth of King, Queen, Jack. (laughs) I got all the cards, motherfucker. No, no, no. What you got? What you missing? And we want since this is, I'm glad this is being documented because we're just gonna keep going around and around. And like yeah. I told you last year, I said to you, I said your biggest problem, you did not get the franchise quarterback. And I said ten years. Yo, niggas be telling Joe Max if he don't, he don't be. You gonna look to back on that day last year when I told you on draft day, you're gonna you're gonna realize when Saquon is his knees is busted and he's done after four or five years. Hush. Meanwhile, across the right there, how on dare the you put that stadium, on that man's knees? I'm not putting it on his knees. We're just talking about facts. Look at look at Todd, look at Todd Gurley right now. But when we talk, when you go look across the stadium, you're gonna see Sam Donald with a couple of championships. You're gonna say, "Damn, we should have went in that direction." Yo, how, yo, how, how much money you got on these Sam Donald's championships? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the, to the Better Than You podcast. No, 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 no. We, we, we appreciate your patronage. No, no, we appreciate no, your time because these niggas are tripping. No, I'm gonna say this: we talking about all these franchise quarterbacks. All I know is, is a few weeks ago, we was talking about Kyler Murray. And he about to be Thanks. number one pick, and my man's was like, I, I might get him in like the late second round or something or the late Word. third round. Put that in context. You asked me when I would draft him, and I told you when I would draft him. You, I'm yeah, not him we we both called you crazy. I still feel you crazy for that. I'm not taking him one overall. And you talking about me being crazy for going Saquon over 
I said a one of them set, one of them franchise quarterbacks. No, I do agree with that. But no, no, I hear you. I hear you. But real talk. Out of, those, out of those five first-round pick quarterbacks, it's going to be maybe two that's going to be something. You know what I'm saying? And I think Baker's going to be the best. He wasn't there for us. And as far as them other white boys, they, they aren't they about to trade Josh Rosen? Well, because they want they want you. Allegedly, they want the guy that you want. That yeah, you want they want Colin him. Murray. Yeah, they want him. That's right. I mean, hey, and it's they, all going to play out. That's right. And they, would, and, they, and, they, and they wish they would have got they wish they would have got Saquon Barkley instead of getting him. They wish that. And then they would have been able to come back this year and get one of these brothers that's going to be at the top. Yo, shout out to these brothers for probably being the top two quarterbacks taken this year. When's the last time that happened? Has it ever happened? Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith. The top two quarterbacks. Two. The top two quarterbacks oh, I, being black. I don't think I, – I doubt that that's ever happened. That's right. You know that's what I'm saying. You know, God bless him. The Giants is going to get one. We was that, That's what it's going to be. We're going to get him. We're going to put him with safety. I'm bored oh, with son. Joe's fan talk. Word. I'm bored with Joe's fan talk. It ain't fan talk. It's real talk. I'm going to tell you something. He hurt, man. He's talking I'm not hurt. hurt. I'm happy. We got we got picked. I'm hurt. happy. You heard. Leave one me of the, alone. But, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things to be happy about before we get out of here is the Better Than You, I'm sorry, Better Than You podcast IG page has reached 500 followers. So I want to thank everybody for helping us grow, sharing the platform, sharing the pod, commenting on our IG page, commenting under all the clips we got. Again, it's the Better Than You pod on IG. The uh, pod will be out tomorrow. We have some clips going around. Please comment. We gave a we gave a lot to you today. We we went. I know we we over, but not necessarily over. But we gave you a lot today. We gave you a lot to think about. And again, a lot of what we want to give you is informational. Especially when we was talking about that budget talk. We that that's that's something that you really need to look into, and how it affects you. Some of the stuff we said was funny, and there was a lot of you know kicks and giggles in there. But it really affects you. What's happening right now? Decisions are being made that are on your behalf that you may not feel today. You may not even feel it tomorrow, but you may feel it 10 years from now. So it's something uh-huh. that you really need to invest in, especially those out there and those of us who are mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, or people that take care of children. That's something that's going to affect your child in the future. So you need to make yourself aware. And if you don't feel like you can make yourself aware, you can always come here. We will give you the information and, and empower you to be aware. Word. So until next time. We'll talk to you later next week. Everybody, hope you have a blessed day. Peace. Yep. Yes. Not kill me today. Yeah. I Shut your ass up. Yo, you I was like the motherfucker on the planet. Nah, man. Yo, they tried to bring Yo, me down. I feel like you and your family. They tried bro. to bring Yo. me down. They couldn't do it. <laughs> they couldn't Yo. do it, son. Yo. Giants won the, no. the Super Bowl. Trump going to cut wow. my taxes personally. That, that, so I you got, I got, you, actually, you got you doing the chicken in your MAGA hat right now. Yeah, I got I got a little bit of love last week. He's like, nah, nah, I'm gonna top this shit whole lot. Bro. I'm going all the way in my bag. Like, all right, cool. Get down, brother. Mm. Nah. But yeah, right, man. But yeah, peace. I'm signing yeah, out. Peace, peace, peace. peace. peace.